In a few days, it will be Easter. All over the Christian world, this is an enormous holiday. In most places, more important than Christmas. Is it wrong to celebrate Easter? What does the Bible say? The following lesson is adapted from an article I wrote in 1986 when I lived in London, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. The Origins of Easter Bunnies do lay eggs. So I reasoned as a five-year-old. After all, the legendary rabbit had visited our home that night, depositing a pile of brightly colored eggs. Why he hid them, I did not know. Why some were plain like ordinary chicken eggs, while others were made of delicious chocolate, was a mystery. And as to how all this tied into Easter church services, I was clueless. But those eggs, where else could they have come from if the Easter bunny hadn't laid them? I was totally confused. And today's religious world is in a most confused state too, particularly the part professing Christianity. What about Easter, with its colored eggs, sunrise services, pageants and parades, hot cross buns and invisible rabbits? Is this high holy day of Christianity Bible-based? Or just a bit of fun on the level of Halloween? If Jesus was crucified on a Friday, as most scholars maintain, and rose on a Sunday, Easter Sunday, is there anything wrong with commemorating his resurrection from the dead? If you are like me, you have been confused over the true origins of Easter. Now, you may not have drawn the conclusion that bunnies lay eggs, as I did when I was a, a young boy, but still, you may have accepted on faith a number of things that are biblically groundless. Christian commemoration? The Christian church appears not to have regularly celebrated Easter until the second century. According to the witness of early tradition, and church history. In fact, there is no biblical command to observe Easter. Acts 12.4 in the King James Version uses the word Easter, but this mistranslation is corrected to Passover in every modern translation, including the New King James Version. Easter comes from the name of a pagan goddess, Eostre who was worshipped at the vernal equinox. The term is derived from heathen religion. Like Christmas, Easter is a blend of pagan superstitions and Christian concepts. Historically, the major problem with observing Easter has been the double standard and commitment that it reinforces. If some days are holy or special, then others are not. And if observing one day is holy means we are giving God less than our best on the other days, well, then we're violating Jesus' command for every disciple to take up his cross daily. Luke 9.23 Paul too warned of the dangers of occasional commitment, being committed only on special occasions. Galatians 4.8-11 confronts the kind of thinking that reasons, if I attend the special service, even though I often miss regular Sundays, I will be acceptable to God since one Easter or Christmas is worth at least 25 regular Sundays. 
This double standard leads to lukewarmness and hypocrisy. Not to say it's a sin to treat some days as more special than others, Romans 14, 5 and 6. But we must be aware of the pitfall of double standard commitment so prevalent in our religious world. Pagan Playground It has been posited that Easter, Eostra, is the English spelling of the ancient Assyrian goddess Ishtar, the fertility goddess and consort of Baal, who repeatedly led ancient Israel into idolatry and immorality. In Babylon, her worshippers observed a 40-day Lent before Easter, and numerous other pagan religions observe a similar Lenten period. Lent, in other words, is a pagan practice absorbed into Christianity. For example, dyed eggs were sacred Easter offerings in ancient Egyptian temples. Naturally, the egg is a symbol of birth and ties in closely with sun worship, a practice itself condemned by the prophet Ezekiel, Ezekiel 8. Worshippers met the rising sun god at daybreak, and in the ancient Mediterranean world, the pagan cult of Sibyl commemorated the death and resurrection of their god annually, at Easter, of course. In short, the special features of the Easter season are nearly all borrowed from idolatrous religion. Burn the bunny? Should we burn the Easter bunny, smash the, smash the colored eggs, disappointing our children by abandoning the traditional Easter egg hunt, and pray for the parades to be rained into the ground? Some would say so. Here's what I think. My position is that these practices are not necessarily harmful, and today do no more honor to the old pagan gods or religions than using pagan names for days of the week honors the sun, moon, Woden, Saturn, or Thor. Once again, the snare of the Easter mentality is the license for lukewarmness. For hundreds of millions of nominal Christians, Easter and other special days become the focus, pretext, an excuse for worldly living during the rest of the year. In short, they have been taken captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of the world rather than on Christ. Colossians 2.8 He is risen anyway. As long as we are not taken captive by the worldly principles behind so much of Easter observance so that we compromise our commitment, there's no harm in observing Easter. In fact, Easter can and should be a time of great celebration. Christ the Lord is risen indeed. So, let's make the most of the holiday. Honor the Lord and avoid the pitfalls. Welcome. Happy morning.